This is Orson Welles on the Air, featuring the old-time radio performances of the legendary Orson Welles. by Shenley's Cresta Blanca wine. Wine of friendly nature. Pride of the Vintner's art. Symbol of hospitality. Compliment to honored guests. A wine to serve proudly, saying, This is my best. This is Cresta Blanca. C-R-E-S-T-A? B-L-A-N-C-A. Cresta Blanca. Cresta Blanca. Tonight, Cresta Blanca Wine, sponsor of This Is My Best, departs from its usual series of dramatic presentation of the world's great stories to bring you this special broadcast in keeping with the events of the times. Written by Milton Geiger and titled, I Will Not Go Back. And now, our producer. This is Orson Welles. Last week, an American president fell in the midst of battle. This radio program is dedicated to the American future he so greatly served and to the new president who has taken over that high service. Six weeks before he died, Mr. Roosevelt wrote me these words. April will be a critical month in the history of human freedom. It will see the meeting in San Francisco of a great conference of the United Nations the nations united in this war against tyranny and militarism. At that conference, the peoples of the world will decide through their representatives and in response to their will whether or not the best hope for peace the world has ever had will be realized. Discussions by the people of this country and by the peoples of the freedom-loving world of the proposals which will be considered at San Francisco are necessary are indeed essential as the purpose of the people to make peace and to keep peace is to be expressed in action. I've quoted in part from Mr. Roosevelt's last letter to me. Tonight's broadcast is one of those discussions he felt we ought to have. It's a broad and general discussion without technicalities or politics. It deals with somebody called man, with his age-long preparation for... April 25th, 1945. But this high task, which is the keeping of peace on earth, in justice and in decency, for all time. Over the concrete and the steel, Astride the mills and factories, the temples and the farms, the thunderous commerce of the cities, the oceans and the rivers to the oceans, over the hills, the mountains and the valleys of earth, over the fervent hush of the hopeful peoples, watches a spirit.
of the mists of time. Out of the ancient yesterday, the spirit came. of time, the sea that thundered on the Azoic shores sheltered a living jelly in the dim pools where the tidal waters gathered under the lifeless rocks. Something lived, something swam and squirmed and grew and multiplied, elaborated, evolved. And after the unthinkable deliberation of the centuries, the thousand times compounded crept out of the sea. And this was the beginning of the plan. Could it be? Man? Man? And that was the second day. The rank, proliferating earth, misty and steaming, swarmed with a monstrous progeny. Dragons dwelt on the reeking earth and had their moment in the scheme of time. Then back, back to the ooze that spawned them went the armor giants. Power and brute force weren't enough. Armor and sinew and the cruel, clashing jaws had failed. The monsters went back. I will not go back. The third day passed, the fourth, the fifth. How many billion years? And I, I was a bent and hairy thing, savage and witless, fleeing through jungle trees, living my mindless life, fighting my endless strife, mating and dying, beating my shaggy chest, dancing in moonlight, slaves with my brute brethren, Howling the moon, ape that I was. Then, then, something happened. I stood in a moonlit glade, 
bruised like the others, and lifted myself on my knuckles, groaning and straining. I lifted myself. And the moons came endlessly and endlessly went the moons. And the dark procession of the ages witnessed the dim yearning of the creature to be more than creature. Then, then I stood up. The creature stood up. And the jungle rocked and shuddered to his roar and to the thunder of his fists upon his hairy breast. Till his comrades bared their yellow fangs and growled. For they knew now that he was neither kin nor comrade to them. Now, forevermore. Truth and abysmal I hid in the hostile earth, fighting and fleeing, more hunted than hunting, trailing the giant beaver, clothing my nakedness. I followed the saber-toothed tiger, taking for mine what was left of his kill, for the jungle was close, but I would not go back. I would not. I will not. I will not go back. The flash of bronze was in the wilderness then. The rawhide bowstring and the singing arrow strummed the ascendancy of man among the creatures. The great race moved across the yielding earth, wielding its fire, brandishing the spear, the shepherd's crook. Some forgotten genius learned to speak with symbols carved on wood, on stone, on ivory, on bone. I wrote. Someone laid a shell upon the water and spread skins and hides before the wind. He put a flat stick into the tide. I sailed the deep water. He hewed the rock and lifted stone on stone and fashioned wood above his head. I built. And man looked up at the stars and at the wheeling sun and fell upon his knees. For in his groping brain, kindled the fearful knowledge of the plan. And the one who planned. His bronze became steel. But his weapons lifted against the jungle were lifted also against his kind. And lo, the blood of man ran in rivers to the sea. Thus it was written. And it came to pass when they were in the field that Cain rose up against Abel his brother and slew him. And the Lord said unto Cain, Where is Abel thy brother? And he said, I know not. Am I my brother's keeper? And he said, What hast thou done? The voice of thy brother's blood crieth unto me from the ground. I, for all his building and his bronze, his ivory and steel, the jungle was close. I will not go back. In the desert, as it is written, a prophet went up upon the heights, where thunders and lightnings sprang from the awful sky, and a great voice had utterance. 
among the canyons and the crags and palisades of Sinai. Thou shalt not kill. Thou shalt not kill. Thou shalt not covet. came down, and the laws were ten, and this was the law for the children of men. And Moses the prophet came down from the mount, and so it was, so it is written, until yet another set his gentle spirit and his voice against the ready jungle. Yet another spoke for the goodness and the glory and the immortality of man. The pilot of the Galilean lake, they said. The Nazarene, they called it. And he spoke, and the jungle recoiled again. Yet, man bred tyrants into the earth. Nero. Legula. The Inquisition. Tyrants and pain and blood the jungle, no less. I will not go back. A council of men forced liberty from one tyrant. The Magna Carta. A handful of free men crossed the perilous ocean to be free. Another handful dared an empire. A horseman rode from Charleston to Lexington. And farmer's musket spoke that April day for freedom. to be self-evident. They are self-evident. That all men are created equal. All men are equal. That they are endowed by their creator with certain unalienable rights. Rights. That among them are life. Life. Liberty. Liberty. And the pursuit of happiness. Out of the wilderness I came, deep into man. My flint and my bronze and my bones are scattered over the earth. I am Plato and Socrates, Michelangelo, Galileo, Beethoven, Shakespeare, Dante, Newton, Lincoln. Confucius has taught his simple goodness in my time. Buddha has rested beneath his feet. Mohammed has journeyed to the mountains. The Nazarene has died for me. Warriors have fallen and saints have risen in my time. I have charted the oceans and the continents. I have measured the firmament and have drawn closer to it on recent wings. I laugh. I rhyme and reason. I write my music and my words on space itself. I have conquered the plagues and the fevers of the body and the fevers of the mind. And of the spirit, my neck is limber now. My back is straight. I do not chuckle and look downward like the wild beast. I look up to the stars and into the face of my fellow man. And I will not go back. Let's see. He flies. Man does. He computes, he rhymes, he reasons. So he does indeed. He rhymes. 
In the spring, a livelier iris changes in the burnished dove. In the spring, a young man's fancy lightly turns the thoughts of love. That's very pretty. Do you know any more of it? That's about all. Oh. I only know that because I had to learn it. After all, it is spring. Oh, yes, so it is. Lovely yellow April. Time now for love. For whom did it say? Young men, it says. Why? To be sure, young men. Young men capable of bearing arms, usually. Oh, uh, you there, soldier. Soldier of the world. I, sir. Do you mind if I interview you briefly? No, sir, I don't mind. Well, then tell us, how long have you been in the army? Quite a while, sir. Long time. Seen any action? Normally, sir. Uh, tell me. Have you ever been in love? What? In love. In love? Have you? Uh, no, sir. What? A young man and a soldier? Oh, come on now. That's uh, right, sir. See, I got mine early. <laughs> got yours early? A bullet through the heart. You don't get much chance to get the life, girl, when it happens that soon. No, I wouldn't say I've ever been in love. What's it like, sir? Well, well, you see, um, I had a girl once, and I just begin maybe to get interest in her when nothing. Tell me, boy, how did it happen? Normandy, like I said, from bullet. Oh, yes, yes. I'm still out there, lying in a field. Maybe someday a French farmer putting in his crops in spring. Spring. In the spring, a young man's fancy. It is spring. It's April. April. So what? Don't feel that way about it, please. Now, don't feel what way? I don't feel any way about it. Nothing ever happened to me in my life to feel that way about it. Well, it came too soon for me. Did you want to ask me anything else, sir? Mm, no, thanks. I'll be getting on, then. So long, sir. So long. Oh, uh... Yes, son. One more thing, sir. Why did it have to happen to me? Why did it have to happen to any of you? I don't know. I'm asking you. I don't know why it had to happen. Fools and loudmouths and grabbers and stealers and killers and haters and... Better than mouths and rabble-rousers and snide hypocrites crying our country in the name of treason and the many scorning the few and God alone knows all the rest. I don't know why you had to pay for it. But we're trying to find out see that it never happens again. What are you doing about it? Just asking, that's all. Well, the representatives of 38 United Nations are going to meet in San Francisco. They're going to find some way of settling international differences without going to war again. They're going to try to settle things in court like rational people instead of going outside on the sidewalk to settle it with fists and birthday. It's a general scheme in San Francisco. Uh-huh. Well, we'll see. Goodbye, sir. Goodbye, soldier. God forever bless you. Thank you, sir. Goodbye. Well, spirit over the world, what about that? What about it? What about young men like that all over this whole wide 
beautiful, ravaged, scorched, infected, sun-washed, blood-drenched earth. What about your music and your calculus and chemistry and your poetry? Who's to make more of that fine and high-intention stuff? Who's to profit by it if the race destroys itself at the seed and root? The world is sick. And sick to the soul and heart with the holocaust of cities, with the anguish of the people, with the pillars of smoke standing over our nation, with the high stench of burning flesh, with the torrent of tears of mothers and of little children. How long, oh Lord? How long, spirit of mankind? I will not go back. The people perish. I summon expert testimony. In France, the loss of the young male population by the attrition of war and the deportation as slave labor of the vigorous young men threatens within two generations to reduce the population of France to some 25 million. I will not go back. A loss of some 15 million. I will not go back. The seed wastes away and the root withers in the earth. The cities perish. The wealth of nations leaps out of the earth and vanishes. In flames, the gold, the iron, the oil, the copper bleeds out of the land as the life bleeds from the body of all mankind. The earth lies deep and heavy on how many million breaths insensible to ecstasy. The world, bereft of youth, squats poor and tattered on some cosmic doorstep and asks for arms and slowly dies. No, no, I am man. I will not go back. They crouch like beasts again in caves, in bomb shelters, in subways. Over and over again they hear the wash and gurgle of the nearby sewers. The water whispers in their ears. The muck, the slime, the scum. The water whence man sprang and all his wonders. It waits. The jungle and the primal ooze and the filth of birth, the ultimate death, are waiting. Waiting. No. The people gather in the West. The nations watch their constituted delegates and spokesmen move slowly to the city on the golden water. Survival or the jungle. These are the stakes. The wind stands silent in the treetops. The nations rest upon their work and pain and struggle and utter fervent prayers. The wind is still. The wind awaits decision in the West. Failure, folly, bickering for profit and advantage above the needs of man and beast. And the wind is loose. The wind is hurricane and ruin. Let us fail now. An apocalypse. Rides the wind with the four horsemen. In madness dwell on power. And power alone. And ours is the way of the dinosaur. The jungle is still close. I have come this far. I will not go back. So be it. Meanwhile, the flags are gathering in the west. The wind stirs restlessly. The banners open. The nations gather. Decision now is come. Speak, nations! Cry out, peoples! 
Let your suffering be under all patience be heard from. Yours are the lives, yours are the children, and the children's children threatened. Yours are the homes to burn and blast or to live. Speak, peoples. Pray, nations. Judgment Day on Earth is here. <laughs> of man poises above the concrete and the steel, the temples and the farms, the rivers and the mountains and the seas above the work, the play, the bloodshed, and the hopes and aspirations of the people. There is a hush in the streets. The multitudes are silent, and the spirit watches. Out of the midst of time. Out of the ooze and lies, out of the dreadful dawning, out of the dim, wet morning of the earth, I came, and I will not go back. Take care. The jungle is close. Yet. I will not crouch again upon my haunches in some cave, in Sussex, or in Java, sucking the raw red marrow out of carrion bones, grunting in death shows, howling the moon. I will not be jackal to the tiger again. I have outlived the darkness. I have outgrown the law of claw and fang. I have journeyed this far. And I will not go back. Take care. Either man will know the need for universal law and lawfulness, tolerance and love, and justice for all men, or his very soul is forfeit, and the race at last is suicide. Oh, I will not go back. So be it. Let there then be reason and sanity in the city of the West. Let the war drums throb no longer, and the battle flags be served. In the Parliament of Nations, Federation of the World. Tonight, through the courtesy of Warner Brothers, and may soon be seen in another fine performance in the film version of the Broadway stage success, The Corn is Green. The musical score for tonight's special broadcast was composed and conducted by Bernard Cass. Remember to be with us next week at this same time when Shenley's Cresta Blanca Wine will bring you a radio adaptation of a current bestseller, Anything Can Happen, presented for your entertainment by C-R-E-S-T-A. <laughs> C-L-A-N-C-A. Cresta Blanca. Cresta Blanca.
This Is My Best, prepared in collaboration with Whit Burnett, editor of the book This Is My Best, is a presentation of the Cresta Blanca Wine Company of Livermore, California, and came to you from Columbia's Playhouse in Hollywood. Vern Smith speaking. This is CBS, the Columbia Broadcasting System.